This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good afternoon. You're listening to Live and Learn with me, Dashran Johan. Recently, a video showing a coach of a volleyball team slapping two of his teen players went viral on social media. The incident happened during the 2022 Malaysia Youth Under-14 Volleyball Championship in Kota Tinggi, Johor, which was held in December. The coach has been receiving widespread criticism from members of the public and on top of that, Minister of Youth and Sports Hannah Yeo also called the coach's actions wrong. In response to the incident, the Malaysia Volleyball Association, MAVA, temporarily suspended the coach from being further involved in the sport. However, there are some members of the public who think that the coach should not be ostracised and that his actions are all, and I quote, all part and parcel of the sport. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Joining me on the show is Dr. Hartini Zainuddin. She's a child's rights activist and the co-founder of Yayasan Chow Kit. Welcome to the show, Doctor. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Happy New Year. How are you? Happy New Year to you too. I'm doing well. Um, terrible incident this that recently happened and I'm, so, I'm eager to get yeah. your thoughts on it. So let's start with some overall thoughts, Dr. Hartini. When you saw the video, when you first caught wind of the news, um, what ran through your mind? The, I think my first, my first thoughts and emotions were, um, oh my goodness, again, and then I sort of rolled my eyes inside because it seems to be um, part and parcel of what happens in school. Mm-hmm. And and it's outrageous. Um, you know, it, it shouldn't be happening. Um, yeah. And, 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 you know, and I knew some people would, would, would say it was okay and it was part and parcel of school. Um, and a lot of us would say, no, it's not okay. It's not okay at all. Why, why do you say that it's not okay? Well, because you know what? Corporal punishment is an old-fashioned, uh, traditional physical punishment way of it's sort of intending to chastise. Um, and it's, it's, it's many times um, intentional in that it's, it, you know, you intentionally inflict pain um, to sort of remind a child, especially when it's a minor, right? To sort of remind... Um, the child about what they've done wrong. It's you definitely never step when someone or hit someone or cause physical punish if you want to praise someone, right? It's there because you want to teach a child that they've done something wrong and never to do it again. And it's it intentionally inflicted. It's pain. Absolutely. Now I'm I'm wondering how do we categorized uh, categorize what we witnessed in the video? Um, can we? call it abuse is it abuse and where when does it cross the line from disciplining to abuse well i'll tell you the thing which people don't seem to realize Mm -hmm. the first thing is someone is in power someone is an adult and someone is a minor right so there's already there uh, a disproportionate uh, placement on who's in power and who's not It's, it's not an equal power power you know, position right there. So the teacher is in charge. The child is, you know, waiting to hear from the teacher and is chastised by someone who has more power, which is the teacher, and the fact that the teacher is an adult and the person is a child. Okay, so that's that unintentional power power thing going on already. So that's already in itself intimidating. Right. Then, of course, you, you bring the fact that, you know, physical abuse, you intentionally hit someone. It includes slapping. It includes pitching, pinching, or choking, or kicking, or, you know, other things that we visit, or in, inappropriately holding someone a physical restraint or something like that. So it is 
physical abuse because it's intentional and you intend to cause bodily harm or remind someone through pain right. that this is what you've done wrong. So that's abuse, physical abuse. Um, Dr. Hartini, do we have policies or laws in place um, that prevent or outlaw these types of behaviour? I'm specifically talking about a coach in a high school or in a primary school, yeah. whatever it may be, um, yeah. you know, using corporal punishment, slapping, so on and so forth, um, you know, in their training uh, regimes or before matches and, and things like that. Do we have any laws and policies in place to prevent this? No, I don't think, I don't believe so. Mm-hmm. I think um, corporal punishment is, is very much a part um, of the law in all settings in Malaysia. Um, it, it hasn't been removed. It hasn't uh, been lifted. Whether you look at it from a CEDAW point of view, whether you know it's the Convention of the Committee on the Rights of the Child uh, or Committee on the Elimination of Discrimination against Girls, you're not supposed to even hit girls. Do you know right. that corporal punishment, supposedly, not supposedly, um, in, I think under the School Act, I think 1959, by the way, um, you, can, you cannot cane a girl, um, but you can cane a boy, and it's limited to like a light stroke on the palm of the hand or whatever it is, right? Corporal punishment is still there. And then, okay, never mind, it's still there. You, you slapped a girl. You, right. you slapped a girl. You're not even supposed to be doing that under any law right. <laughs> under corporal punishment. That's number one. And never mind the outrageous fact that corporal punishment is still is still accepted and it's still lawful in Malaysia. We can't seem to want to lift the reservation under the CRC or CDR to say, no, you cannot, you know, you cannot do this. Absolutely. So do you think it is more of a cultural shift that we need? Because, um, you know, after all, we, we've had a lot of people who think that it's okay for athletes to get slapped around, just like it's okay, according to them, for a teacher to, to rotan or slap their child if they underperform academically or are naughty in class. And that greatness or, you know, that, that, that high achieving standards can only be yeah. achieved through corporal punishment. And I, I mean, throughout the years, Dr. Hartini, we've heard um, this, uh, you know, these kind of conversations. We've even, jo- you know, joked um, and we as in as in collective society have even joked about how uh, what's wrong with kids these days you know when I was growing up if you know the teacher rotans yeah. me my mother would say rotan them 10 more times you know slap yeah. them 10 more times you know these kind of yeah. things is very normal in our you know in our conversations as a culture yeah. as a society do you think more than policies that we need a cultural and mindset shift among Malaysians. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And the fact, you know, what I like about how the Minister of Youth and Sports handled it and the Minister of Education handled it, it was that he immediately said, no, this is not acceptable. Um, we need to, you know, we look at it. I think that the teacher was suspended for a little while, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, this thing. Um, and, and, and honestly, the change in attitude and mindset comes from the top. Um, if, you know, if society as a whole doesn't seem to, end, and to understand what is wrong and right in terms of child rights, and I'm talking about child rights, right, right? then, then, you know, um, it's, it's, we're in trouble. But I'm so, so happy that, you know, the, the ministers, both ministers um, actually said, no, when we're going to change. And that's how mindsets and, and attitudes and cultural um, norms change. You know, when you say no, you know what? This is not acceptable anymore. 
you do not get to do something that's biaser. It's not biaser. Um, and and we will not put up with it anymore. And you know what? Sorry is not enough. I'm sorry. That's the part that really got me. Oh, I'm sorry. And, you know, the teacher says, I'm sorry. And I apologize to the parents. What I would have loved to see to really make a point is the teacher apologizing to the girl and to apologizing to all her teammates around her to say, I'm sorry, that was a big mistake. It will never happen again. I, I don't believe in this kind of culture. That was what I wanted to see. Not the, I've asked forgiveness from the parents. It's not the parents that got slapped. It was the girl. Right. So what then would you, how would you respond to people um, who say, look, many of the girls themselves, even of, of this particular team, even came out and, and wrote a post and said, um, like, we are disappointed with the coach's actions, but, you know, he's a great coach. He has done so Maybe much for the team. Season. You know, like, uh, you know, we were not a great team before that. And, and it's only because of this coach that, you know, we are now on the map. And, and you hear this not just from parents or, you know, quote unquote, mm. boomers and, you know, people sometimes try to brush it off as just a generational thing or, or, or so on and so forth. Mm. But you even hear this from some of the athletes themselves who are children. How, yeah. how do you yeah. process that and, and how would you uh, tackle that? You know, and that's the thing that needs to change. It's not a Western right. value system or an Asian value system. Otherwise, I'll, I'll tell you that, you know, yes, very corporal punishment is very much uh, a part and parcel of our Asian culture right. in many ways. I mean, I used to go to school with Rotan Marx as well. And but you know what? It 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 it's not acceptable. It's not it's not normal. Um, it is an old way of admonishing by administrating pain to make someone remember so that you don't do it again. It's a punitive approach to wanting a child to learn. That's not how you educate children. That's number one. Number two, a school environment, whether it is you know, outside of the school or in a sports thing where it's still, you know, competitive among minors, we have to remember what is it that we're trying to inculcate on minors, number one. Is it okay to promote and instigate a, a, a punitive approach to, uh, to violence, um, to wanting to educate? Because that's what we do, right? When we pro pro propagate violence, we're saying it's okay to do this to sort of remind you because we're teaching you something. It doesn't make you a great teacher, coach, um, everything. If you insist on using corporal punishment, that is not ensuring that a child learns. Um, that is not educational. <laughs> that, right. that is punishment. That is punitive. Um, and, you know, and and maybe we need to rethink then what kind of values and principles we want to inculcate in our athletes and young children. Violence begets violence. Yeah, We have to remember that. It is not a cliche. When you propagate and promote a culture of violence in school at home, you're saying it's okay. Um, and you're saying that, you know, it's all, also all right to sort of promote and 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 continue this cycle of violence in, in many ways. It's not cycle babble. It is true. I've seen it over and over again. Even with me, you raise your hand. That's a threat. You hit. That's pain. Right. And it is a means of control and intimidation. It is not educational. Please, you know, remember that when an adult or someone in power or someone who's supposed to be your teacher or your coach raises their hand and hits you, that that means they have the power to do that. You don't. Um, 
never mind the pain. Um, and you know what? What is a light touch? What is that? I mean, if you look at the child, and I was looking at it again this morning on the Discipline Act, what is a light touch? All right. I, I, I really, I, I, do you believe that any adult has has enough control to give you a light touch? Please define that. Really, don't touch someone else's child. Period. On the show with me today is Dr. Hartini, Zainuddin, child's rights activist and co-founder of Yayasan Chow Kid. We'll continue our discussion after the break. BFM 89.9. Welcome back to Live and Learn. I'm Dashan Johan. And on the show with me today is Dr. Hartini Zainuddin, child's rights activist and co-founder of Yayasan Chow Kid. And we're talking about a recent viral video showing a coach of a volleyball team slapping two of his teen players. Now, the incident happened during the 2022 Malaysia Youth Under-14 Volleyball Championship in Johor. So, Doc, I'm also wondering if there is an aspect um, where some people who are saying that, hey, what's the big deal? Even look at the, even the girls themselves, the athletes themselves, the students themselves have come out and said that they are okay with it. It's not a big deal <laughs> and, and, and so on and so forth. Is there a, an aspect where these are children in, in essence? They are, they are not adults. Yeah. Can they even... Um, you know, fully comprehend uh, or fully give consent, uh, say that it is, it is okay. I, I'm okay with you slapping me. I'm okay with you, um, exactly. uh, you know, do, doing these things. There's two things. One, mm-hmm. the child was slapped in a contained environment, which is even if they wanted to avoid it, they couldn't. Right. Right. Number two, I think what was more chilling was the fact the girl, was that the girl said, it's okay, you know. And I'm going, how many times has this happened right. that you think it's okay? How, how, many, how many times have you seen this, observed this, that you think it's okay? It's not okay. Um, they're minors, number one, they're girls. You violated the Educational Act in any which way form you want to do. Um, of course, you know, because um, you, you're not supposed to hit girls under the Corporal Punishment Act. But then, of course, you know, if everybody says, oh, it's okay, that's how it's done, because that's how you teach people, teach kids lessons. I'm like, what lessons are you trying to teach? What are you trying to do? And like I said, how many times has this happened? That they've seen it, watched it, observed it, experienced it, right? And that, for me, was the chilling but it's okay. Please, it's not okay. Absolutely. Never. Absolutely. So what action can be taken or should be taken against the coach um given you know the the current policies that we have or lack thereof well i think it's already that time has that ship has sailed mm-hmm. um um the teachers apologized to the parents they've all accepted it and they sort of moved on right i think i think moving forward the ministers and the civil servants and everybody in school should really sit down and say you know what, enough do away um, with corporal punishment, lift the reservation on the UNCRC, say, you know, lift the reservation on um, CEDAW, um, eliminate the, the Discipline Act from 1959. You know, I mean, here we are in 2023, and then we have an act that's, you know, from 1959, like giving a break. Um, you know, and and I think those are the kind of, 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 of things that we can do policy-wise. But in terms of action and, and changing mindset, I think we need to do the same thing, sort of repeat and amplify the message that couple punishment and touching an, a child in a learning environment especially, it shouldn't happen, cannot happen anymore. 
Um, and it would be nice if the teacher apologizes to the girl. That would make me feel a little bit better. And whether the child chooses to say, okay, I accept or not, is her choice. And that's something we also have to remember that when a child says yes, the child can never agree to anything, right? Because they're a child. That's the reason why the special protection. protection. So even they say yes or no, it's you shouldn't because, because you're the adult. Um, so, yeah, but it would be a nice gesture. Yeah. Dr. Artini, I just want to clarify something. You A couple of times you mentioned like a few um, international treaties and acts. Mm. Um, what, where are we? Um, can, for those who may not understand, what are those, those treaties? And, and where is Malaysia exactly right now in terms of um, either ratifying them or implementing them within our system? Okay, so it, when I talked about the UN Convention on the Rights of the mm-hmm. Child, I, we have reservations still where Malaysia does not agree um, to lifting to lifting those reservations on those article for whatever reason. One is them as identity, etc. Article fifteen is one of those five reservations, which basically um, says that uh, uh, you know uh, you cannot. Uh, there is freedom from torture, or of or from cruel and inhumane or degrading treatment. Um, of pun- or punishment, right? You have cannot you cannot do that to a child. You cannot inflict pain or torture or be cruel or inhumane or degrade a child. I'll guarantee you, what just happened was degrading, right. and it was definitely it was pain. It was it was you know inhuman. You cannot be doing those kind of things. So that's we still have a reservation on that Article Fifteen. Um, and then when I talked about. Um, CEDAW, that's the Committee on, on Eliminating um, uh, Discrimination of Women and Girls, right, under women and children. And that's also about torture um, and inflicting pain and punishment. Um, so those are the two international treaties. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, under Malaysian law, corporal punishment is still accepted. Right. So something that has been in the works is the Safe Sport Act. Um, This act is one that aims to protect athletes from sexual predators and other forms of abuse. How important is an act of this nature, especially given the circumstances, um, the story we're talking about today? It's there to protect um, athletes, right? Mm-hmm. Especially those under under uh, children, mm-hmm. um, especially in sports and cruel. It's about avoiding cruel and inhumane uh, punishment, or you know, making them stay hours, up, you know, for work because you know you want to improve the sports. And it's anything that has to do with being cruel or torture or you know inappropriately. Um, restraining an athlete from being there and repeating something over and over again or staying there for long hours, especially if you're six years old, seven years old, ten years old, you know, it's torture, yeah? So let's just be clear about that. Um, And it it has to be, you know, and it has to be implemented. You cannot be doing all these things. Yes, we don't have acts that cover acts of this nature specifically that cover sports in a comprehensive manner. So, for example, the anti-sexual harassment bill was passed recently in Parliament, but as the founder of Safe Sport Malaysia, Sarina Sundra Raja recently put, um, and I quote, it does not cover anything about sports and those involved with it. So I think the Safe Sport Act will definitely be a much-needed um, added layer of protection for the athletes. It's an educational space, right? Mm-hmm. Educational space is supposed to be about educating, not using pain to inflicting pain to make to educate. That's not education. So let's be, just be clear. You know, I mean, I think you know when we we put children in a 
an environment that's supposed to be safe and it's unsafe and someone can hit you, that's not safe anymore. That is a very restrictive, prohibitive, scary, wrong environment. And how would you respond to people who say um, that, you know, we are becoming too soft and that by doing, you know, exactly what you're talking about, what we are discussing today, um, we are going to sacrifice, uh, uh, you know, the A-plus quality. Um, we're going to sacrifice greatness um, that can be achieved in sports and things like that. Because you hear these arguments a lot, uh, Dr. Artini, I'm sure, where, oh, you know, if we don't whack our children in schools, how are they going to get A-plus, plus, 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 plus? If we don't slap these athletes, then they are, you know, they're not, they're not waking up in, in the middle of the game. Yeah. They're sleeping throughout the game. You know, you hear these things. Yeah. How would you respond? Really? I'd, I'd like to see the proof of any child actually um, improving their performances by slapping them around or, 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 or inflicting pain. Um, I, I mean, we're talking about there's a difference between regiment and, 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 you know, and, and finding different ways of, 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 of coaching and educating uh, minors. Um, and, and, so, and I just don't understand if we know already that you know, our way and the normal doesn't work. Why aren't we trying other things, other ways? Um, and, I, and I know for a fact um, that there are so many different ways of educating so many different kinds of children, right? Um, and I will guarantee you, inflicting pain is not going to make you uh, be a better volleyball player, for sure. And um, yeah, I'm very derisive when it comes to corporal punishment because that's something that needs to have gone a long time ago, long, long ago. Just to clarify also, when when talking about this issue, a lot of people, you know, they also highlight that you know these are girls, especially you know we shouldn't be hitting girls um, at that age and and whatnot. But I'm also wondering that you know when when we're talking about minors, um, can these types of action just for you to clarify? If they are hitting boys athletes, uh, guy athletes that were 14, 14 <laughs> years wrong. old, would it yeah would it make it acceptable? Still wrong. It's still wrong. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sorry, you don't get to hit, period. S stop it, you know. I, I said, you know, violence perpetuates violence. And to think it, anybody says it's normal and it's okay is shocking in this time and age. Um, hitting girls is, yes, of course, everybody says, oh, you know, don't hit girls and stuff. But hitting boys is just as bad. Um, I'm sorry, you don't get to hit, um, you know. Um, and again, we have to question when, how the coaches who who inculcate these kind of values, um, whether, you know, something happened in their background that they think it's normal or, or we did it when we were in school. I'm sorry, that was your time. This is not the time anymore. We're trying to say mindsets and chefs to move away from violence. Um, you know, we've got huge numbers here. We just came out of a two and a half year pandemic. Um, you know, there's enough domestic violence cases, physical abuse, sexual abuse cases, to, to, you know, that we need to handle. Like, please don't perpetuate this kind of physical, um, violent environments. We've got enough problems. Can the kids just go learn, be better athletes, learn and be educated in school, etc., so that they can just be the best version of themselves? You know, violence never brings out the best in any human being. Right. I don't get why you think it is. I don't get why anybody thinks it's okay. This is, and again, I will stress this. This is not a Western value or an Asian value. It's just a value. Do you not treasure your children? And, and do you not feel a responsibility for anyone who is in your care? Because that's what teachers are. 
right? You're so you've been entrusted to take care of your child outside of the home. So why are you doing this? Absolutely. And I'm also wondering, Dr. Hartini, um, based on your observation, do you think that we often, you know, live in a society where people tend to value um, accolades and achievements more than just, you know, people's well-beings, um, whether physical, mental well-being and, and so on and so forth. And, and uh, you know, things like compassion. Um, and I'm, I'm wondering because, you know, whenever we see an issue like this or, you know, people automatically start to list off like, yes, you know, he did this, but, you know, he won like this gold medal. It's because of yeah. this, like the athlete started to win this competition and that competition. Yeah. And you see it across the board in many, yeah. many countries around the world. It's not just a yeah. Malaysian thing because, you know, even in the US, you will see like, um, let's say if it's a sexual harassment case and then they will say, you know, but this this coach, he, you know, because of him, we won like 20 gold medals. Uh, and, and did you also like see what happened to to gymnasts in the United States exactly. who connection and sued the coach who sexually abused them. And and the trauma, the trauma of years of being abused sexually, physically by this coach is something you cannot take away. Just remember your accolades and whatever it is for short periods of times, especially, you know, in certain sports arenas and stuff. stuff, stuff. Of course, sometimes it goes on longer. But don't forget the trauma. There is trauma uh, when you inflict pain and punish and use punitive approaches to educating and teaching someone anything. Um, so there are long-term effects. And we don't have laws because, you know, you, you, we still have this. We have a lot of issues that we need to, to. We still have this issue of, the, you know, the adult is always right. The teacher is always right. And I'm not saying go out and create anarchy. That's far from what I'm saying for children to do. But I'm saying, you know, if a teacher does wrong, you should have the space and freedom to question Um especially if it's degrading, if it's humiliating, or it's inflicting pain. We still don't do that. Um, and, and we know we need to look at what creating a safe space is um, in schools. We talk about creating safe spaces for, for anybody who's in contact with the children. That includes schools. So, you know, please, if we say we are serious about wanting to create safe spaces for children, A, they should have the freedom to be able to speak up without any punishment or humiliation or degradation or attacks. Number two, teachers and, and, and adults in the school should inculcate those kind of values and we should do away with all these acts and laws that, 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 that sort of perpetuate this, this unsafe space. Um, so, so, yeah, I think, um, I think the ministers um, and their teams have work to do. I, I just think that um, they've started on the right foot um, in chastising and coming out. Um, and I say to those naysayers and negative comments that come um, and saying, what's the big deal? It is a big deal. You just are not going to see it now. And the big deal didn't happen to you. The big deal happened to these children in this time in 2023. And it's wrong. Absolutely. And before we wrap this conversation up, would you have a final message for us? I think there's so much to do on child rights. I'm, I, I just, I really think that we're moving in the di right direction, but I think in some spaces we're making progress, in some spaces we're not. Um, I was reading about the four-year-old who was abused because the, the system failed the child. And my heart just breaks because this is something I'm very familiar with. 
Um, you know, so in that space, you know, I can't wait to to sit down and with other child protectors and civil servants in the Ministry of Women to relook at what physical abuse is or child abuse is. But again, like I said, for once and for all, can we please make sure this kind of pattern doesn't repeat itself because this isn't the first time. And But I do hope that it's going to be the last. And we really need to challenge and make serious change in terms of mindset and culture of what we prioritize in this country. And for once in our lives, can in this Malaysian life, I mean Malaysian life, in can we please prioritize child rights so and child protection? On that note, thank you so much for joining me on the show today, Doctor. That was Dr. Hartini, Zainuddin, child's rights activist and co-founder of Yayasan Chow Kid. If you missed any part of our conversation, we are also available on podcasts. You can check us out on the BFM app, bfm.my, or pretty much wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Dashran Johan, and this has been Live and Learn, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.